This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. Filling in is Andy Pate, party of choice. And I am your host, Andy Pate, and it's Money Day with America's Money Answer Man, Jordan Goodman. Jordan, how are you this week? Great to be with you, Andy. It's great to have you with us. Hey, Jordan, before we go any further, uh, for anybody who wants to know what to do with their finances and where to get all the best advice, how do they reach you? How do they contact you and learn more? Easiest way is my web, uh, my email, jordan at moneyanswers.com. That's just the easiest way to get directly to me. And always glad to help your listeners. You bet. Okay. And I'll expect you to give that at least one more time during the oh, show. No problem. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Jordan, now we talked a little bit earlier online and you basically said artificial intelligence is becoming a really hot topic. How so? Well, in the last two weeks, it really has taken off here. Uh, Chat GPT, uh, which is the... Uh, kind of the leader in this whole thing, is uh, had a big investment from Microsoft, I think something like $10 billion. Wow. And Microsoft's going to be investing, it, it incorporating ChatGPT into uh, Microsoft Word and you know, all of its office suite. It's going to really make it much, much more powerful in many, many different ways. How does that affect uh, us? I mean, what, what does that make different? Well, uh, search, for example, you'll uh, be able to search Word. I mean, you write into ChatGPT, uh, I want to write uh, the, the Star-Spangled Banner as a Shakespearean sonnet, and it'll do it for you instantly. I mean, it just does anything you want in kind of amazing uh, ways. So it'll wow. really make things much more powerful, uh, writing, uh, computer code, uh, spreadsheets, PowerPoint. I mean, it does everything for you amazingly, quickly and instantly. It can write music, it can write computer code, it can do art. Uh, it's just... It's, it's, it's beyond our comprehension what it can really do right now, Andy. It's just pretty amazing. So ChatGPT was finally the first one to come out. And then Google has what's called BARD, which is their version of AI. Facebook's got a version of it. Apple, all the major players are going to come out with artificial intelligence. And we've already been used to it to some extent. Siri, for example, right. is, is a form of AI. I mean, it, it hears you, it, it searches for things, and comes back with, with answers. Uh, but this is far, far more powerful than uh, Siri has been. That was kind of the first version that a lot of people saw. And Amazon's Alexa, Alexa is kind of another example of that as well. But it's really blossomed in the last two weeks. as just kind of taking the world by storm here. So it's got some very, very positive things, being able to search things and be more creative and do artwork and write music and just all kinds of wonderful things. But it's got a real nefarious side as well, is it empowers the average person to do all kinds of uh, misinformation, um, 
for example, it How can so? be vi- videos where it takes, you know, President Obama or something, has him say something he never said. You know, that fake videos, that kind of thing. I, I see. And so people have no idea. I what's mean, uh, what's not? Is right. there any way to police this? And no, I hate to say police the Internet, because the moment I say that immediately, <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, sorry to get political, but immediately the American left seizes on that as a way to silence speech. And yeah. so how it's tricky it's tricky because yeah. you don't want to silence speech, but you don't want hate speech. You don't want misinformation. You don't want f- videos out there. Somebody saying something that is, he never said, making it look like I mean, you can cause right. panics that way, right? I mean, so, is there any is there any way that what um, that big tech? I'm just going to use the the umbrella, yeah, you know, term for it. Is there any way that big tech could be made to include some kind of a flagging just to say this this program was used yes. to generate so they're, this? They're doing uh, digital watermarks, I think. Okay. Uh, to kind of, if you have that watermark, it's original. If it doesn't, it's it's not. Something like that, maybe, is a way of doing it. But it, this is growing very fast. I mean, one big area of concern is in education. So uh, students say, ah, you know, let me do a, my book report on Moby Dick, and I'll do it in like a quarter of a second. And it's just like, you know, book report on Moby Dick, or whatever, and it just bang, there it is. You know, so yeah, education is very, very concerned that this is going to make students... Lazy and cheat is what it comes down to it. So, for example, they said they're going to now do a lot of exams uh, in person and proctoring, you know, where you, you can't do it with your computer, with your chat GPT doing your, your work for you, that kind of thing. So, And that's actually going to take more manpower in terms is. of teachers and, and interns and so forth to keep an eye on that, to be able to watch and make sure that they are doing it the right way. So some schools and, in fact, entire states are, like, banning artificial intelligence, some are embracing it, saying, okay, this is not going away. Let's work with it to be a good teaching tool. Um, so it, it, we're just at the very beginning of this, Andy, of figuring out how artificial intelligence is going to affect us. Now, you combine artificial intelligence with the metaverse, and what, where does that tell you things are going? <laughs> right? Well, it tells me it could get very dangerous. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, let, let, let's face it, right now, the Internet has simply become a much more dangerous place over the last few years. Yeah. And it's it's not just tons of lies and, you know, bad things put out there, but it's damaging. How about searching? You know, search engines. You know, the, the, let's put it this way. And you, as you know, I'm a conservative. We on the right have a new swear word. It's called algorithm. Yeah. And, you know, algorithms have been used, and it's proven, they have been used to flat out express bias against this is people of various beliefs. Right? This is the ultimate algorithm. Exactly. And so <laughs> way more powerful than we've ever seen before. Right. And so let's say right now, if I were to plug into Google, any kind of a, I could even plug in a search for something that's right wing and something that interests, you know, that is interesting to me, like on Ron DeSantis or whatever. Yeah. Right. It would put out tons of left wing hit pieces on Ron DeSantis, and that's what I would get back. Um, Okay, so let's say I plug in a topic or something where I want to generate some kind of a writing or or some kind of a performance or some kind of artwork or whatever. Yeah. The same algorithms could generate incredibly offensive things that are absolutely the opposite of what I want. So, I mean, it's all in, in other words, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I love AI personally. I'm not against AI. My concern yeah. is who uses it 
and and how it's used. Go ahead. So the programmers for these things are clearly aware of all this, yeah, and are trying to do what they can. But it's 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 like Twitter and uh, Facebook. I mean, people put all kinds of stuff on there. It becomes a kind of a sewer in many cases, and it's hard for them to stop all these things. They have all these people that are doing uh, monitoring of it all, but this is just incrementally much more when you're giving people the power to create anything in the world instantly. <laughs> it has, the artificial intelligence has in it memory of anything human beings have ever done. Any right. writing, any music, any art, any anything, okay? that That's the, the database it's drawing on, okay? That's not something an individual could ever have. Um, and then it's allowing you to do it in creative ways. I've seen, I've seen, um, Kind of examples of, of uh, ChatGPT, and you know you put in, uh, you know, write a symphony uh, in C sharp minor by Mozart, or, you know, in the Mozartian style. Right. And bang, there it is. <laughs> it's like. And there is a definite style, by the way. I you know yeah. I, I went to school for music, and, but and you know what I mean. It, the it difference knows between that. Mozart and Liszt and Bach and so forth are totally different. And then you take it to R and B today or whatever. But artificial intelligence understands that style and right. can replicate it. Okay, or write the Star Spangled Banner as a Shakespearean sonnet or something. I mean, we could, it, it, the the imagination is endless when it gets to this stuff. So it has all kinds of business applications as well. Um, and it's just a whole new world we're just beginning to let's I think the combining of artificial intelligence and metaverse is almost beyond our comprehension right now. Well, yeah, but, I, you know, and I'm sure that there are people who are so afraid of it that they simply don't want it. And I understand that. But in my it's opinion, like saying the Internet's going to go away. I mean, in fact, mm -hmm. Satya Nadella, the head of Microsoft, said the, and they had a press conference last week <clears throat> where they were saying, They've made this $10 billion investment in chat GPT, and they're going to incorporate it into their products. He said this is as important a development as the growth, as the launching of the Internet itself. The head of Microsoft said that. Wow. Well, this is the thing to me is that, look, people are going to be terrified of this. I think, though, that if you try to avoid it, people are going to fly by you. And right. not, not just here in America, but worldwide. They're worldwide. going to fly by you, and you're going to have huge problems. You have to embrace these things. The, the, the concern right. is this, bias in, bias out. Okay, if you strip it of bias and just make it a tool, then the only thing you have to worry about is kids cheating on exams and, you know, well, and generating and music. And, I mean, and, it's hard to make things objective, kind of objectively objective when you get to this. When I know. You add in all of human intelligence, okay, that's your, your toolbox. That can be used for wonderful things. It can be used for horrible things. So anyway, it, it's going to be a big debate going forward, but it's not going away. We can't be a Luddite and say the machines aren't coming. They're, they've now arrived, and now we have to figure out how to deal with them in a positive way. Okay. Hey, Jordan, we got a comment from Eric in Denver. Eric, All right. what do you got to say to us? Hey, you great American. Hey. All I want to say, you guys got me fired up. Good God, I'm so glad I tuned in because 560 KLZ is my favorite channel. Anyway, well, I'm a black conservative American, and I love Donald J. Trump and Rush Limbaugh I miss. And then I wanted to just enter into the narrative, you guys. How about no more fear speech? That's what I'm loving. No more you fear know, speech. Go, what do you mean? No more fear you say whatever is on your mind, and you don't give a dang who 
says what and who says how you said it. Just feel free to be free. That's what America's all about. And basically, and, and Eric, basically hold the listener responsible for their response to it. Hold the listener responsible for oh their reaction God. to it and not hold the yes. speaker responsible. And absolutely. Because this is freedom of speech. And I want to put into the narrative no more. You lefties out there. I mean, there are limitations on speech going to be in the law. No more fear speech from Eric, what there we are, say and how we feel and what you know, we there, say. God there bless are you limitations. Guys. Love you. There, hang on, Eric. Bye. Hang on. Go ahead, Jer- okay. Jordan. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> there are legal limitations on speech. That's just the way it works. There are. Um, for example, you can't uh, yell fire uh, uh, fire in a crowded theater. You know right. things like that. There are certain things you just can't say whatever you want because they're dangerous in various ways. So there are limitations on speech. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Jordan, I think it's been taken way too far. I mean, blaming Donald Trump for a riot after he said march peacefully and patriotically. That's an extreme example. It's ludicrous. Right. And I would say the same thing of somebody on the left where they say some things that are inflammatory. Some of their followers go and do something abusive and we suddenly blame the speaker and not the, the people who are doing it. I think we're yeah. a little too quick to blame the people doing the talking and not the people doing the doing. Is that fair? Well, there are laws around these things. You can't do something that's defamatory and knowingly false, saying something that's knowingly false about somebody and libel and slander. I mean, there right. are right. You know, there are legal limits on speech. We, we try to be as free as we can. But uh, again, you can't shout fire in a crowded theater when there is no fire. That's illegal. So, well, yeah, and that's why we have like, and I think that's a good thing. I think it's good that you can sue somebody for slander. I think it's good that you can sue somebody yeah. for libel because they put that out there. And as you know, a lie goes around the world in, in seconds. Right. <laughs> right. And suddenly it can dramatically impact your ability to get hired, your ability right. to. So that's a restriction make on points. speech. Right. That is a restriction on speech, but I think a correct one. Okay. So. You just can't have complete free speech with can't can say anything about anybody anywhere under any circumstances. That's not there's a lot of laws that are trying to protect against the damage of too much free speech. Absolutely, yes. but this brings us back to what we were talking about the algorithms and and yeah. the AI because we had how many times did we have um, major fact checkers quote unquote come out and basically say that not just Donald Trump, but basically anybody on the right was lying about this and this and this and this and this. And it's not like nobody on the right ever lies. I'm not saying that. But how yeah. many times was it shown that they were lying? And this, yeah. you know, Russian collusion being a great one, Spygate being a great one, uh, Ukraine and, and what was happening with uh, the, the laptop, the laptop being, you know, this was a fraud. It was a Russian, you know, fraud. And all of those were lies. And yet, literally, people on the right... If they put those things out, uh, truths on the vaccine, where there are certain dangers to it, you know, there are upsides, but there are dangers. They literally were shot down to where they couldn't post, Jordan, to where algorithms blocked them all over the Internet, not in a few places, all over. And so their reach, their free speech was dramatically curtailed by lies simply because the people doing the lying had power. Exactly. And that's the concern of these algorithms and the AI. Go ahead. This this ramps it up dramatically, the amount of speech that people can say. You have all of human knowledge at your fingertips, okay? Think of the bad things you can do with that knowledge to try to manipulate the past, you know, a a Holocaust denier or whatever it may be. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, uh, Iran is, should have a nuclear bomb. I mean, I could say all kinds of crazy things. That, sure. Uh, you, you know, so it, it's tricky. But I'm just saying, in the last two weeks, it's really come to the fore. And I think it's going to be something we'll be dealing with quite, for quite a while now. And, Jordan, let me wrap it up with this, and then we'll go to break. I don't want to go backward. I want to go forward. I don't want to run from this. I want to embrace it. But yeah. every time this kind of uh, you know, uh, technology is used, I want some sort of a tag simply saying it was used. Okay. Yeah. Just well, so people know mark. it was yeah. used, I don't want there to be any ifs, ands, or buts about it. Is that fair? Well, it is. So if you're doing a college paper or something, right, and uh, it was actually done by ChatGPT instead of you, you know, you're supposed to admit that. A lot of students would not admit that. <laughs> right. I would say. So that's what this idea of this watermark and, and so on. It's going to be a big battle. Some universities are saying, no, no artificial thing. We just have to ban the whole thing. Uh, I think there are ways of learning with it that are going to be productive. But you don't want to be turning your brain over to chat GPT and then you, never, you don't learn anything because the computer is doing all the thinking for you. Agreed. But I would say one thing. With Eric, I agree as much as possible. Don't police speech. That's yeah. just as much as possible. I know there are limits. We agree. All right, let's go to break here. Extreme Auto Repair is up next. Just a reminder, folks, if you're a Costco member, veteran, first responder, Extreme gives you 15% off your service. So for all your auto service needs, call Extreme Auto Repair at 303-841-1071, or you can find them at RushToReason.com. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics, all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com slash extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Bruce Simmons with American Liberty Mortgage. We're always told your house is an investment, but when does that investment pay off? If you're 62 or older, call Bruce Simmons, and he'll show how a reverse mortgage makes your investment pay off right now. 303-467-7821, or you can find Bruce Simmons at RushToReason.com. A non-FHA reverse mortgage could perfectly fit your individual situation. Bruce Simmons will help you understand how a proprietary reverse mortgage could be your chance for a more strategic retirement plan. With a younger age requirement, you would have options with a proprietary loan that you would not have with a traditional reverse mortgage. The possibilities don't stop at improving your retirement plan. With Bruce Simmons, you will understand how a proprietary reverse mortgage gives you advantages that other loans can't offer. Even with a proprietary loan, there is a chance you can refinance later to an FHA-backed reverse mortgage. Bruce Simmons is your go-to resource for understanding why proprietary may be a better option for you. See how reverse mortgage can improve your situation now with a free consultation at klzradio.com reverse. Schedule online today at klzradio.com reverse. 303-867-7821. 
NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Denver IT security. By the way, folks, AI is not the only thing on the rise. Business email compromise, that's also on the rise. But John Kanata of Denver IT security can make your business too much work for hackers. That's a good thing. So get the best. Find Denver IT security at rushtoreason.com. Your business is at risk without the proper protection for your network. Just one compromised computer means hackers can gain access to your entire network. John Kanata of Denver IT Security has industry-leading zero-trust security packages that gives you the freedom of network security wherever you go. Each computer is set up on its own secure network through a process called micro-segmentation, so hackers can't move freely throughout the whole network. They can also provide a team of professionals to monitor for any possible breaches. With Denver IT Security's Zero Trust Security Bundle, you've got a professional watching your back for you. Between their comprehensive security package and a team of security experts watching for suspicious activity, your staff can work just as securely and productively from home, airports, and coffee shops as they do from your office. And you will have peace of mind knowing that you're covered every time. Get network security that works seamlessly by partnering with John Kanata and Denver IT Security now. Call for a consultation today at 720-593-6688. That's 720-593-6688. Or visit klzradio.com slash security. You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. High Five Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Barb with the United Way of Weld County said, We are very happy with the copiers we currently have, and your customer service is exceptional. Doug is a great technician and is always prompt in coming out whenever we have a problem with one of our copiers. Thanks again for your wonderful partnership and customer service. I'm glad we are working with you. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush along with America's Money Answer Man, Jordan Goodman. Hey, Jordan, really quick here, a couple things. Uh, Oh, hey, first, before I get to you, Jordan. For everybody out there, this is Valentine's Day. So, guys, I want to warn you, buy stuff. Go out and maybe they're out of roses, they're out of chocolate. Buy anything, paper clips, whatever it takes. Buy things. Otherwise, you, too, could be replaced by AI. What do you think, Jordan? 
I'm not sure paperclips is going to do the job. I don't think so either. Uh, Maybe upgrade just a little bit. By the way, do you think AI for struggling teenagers like I once was, do you think you could plug in and get a good pickup line? Yes. Yes, I think that would be. All the pickup lines in history are in there, so you could choose from them. Yes. Yes. That would really help. You try that. You go on there and say, what are the best pickup lines? And there you go. Right there. Done. See, whatever you want, it's going to be instantly available now to you, Andy. You know what my college pickup line was? Go for it. Pardon me, but are you drunk enough to find me attractive? <laughs> Did it work? Once. So, ge- okay. you know, <laughs> generally, you gave, no. her, you gave her a paper, paper clip. I yeah. did, and then that was the end of it. But, you know, it started off well, Jordan. I had a future for a moment oh, there. Hey, Jordan, we got a question for you from okay. Craig in Wheat Ridge. Craig, go ahead. Hey, Andy, I'm not hearing Jordan uh, over my phone. I don't know if he's coming out on the radio as well. Oh, yeah, we're hearing him. I'm. Yeah, you're hearing me, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not hearing him on our conversation right now, but I'll go ahead and ask a question and listen on the radio. Um, I'm hearing a credit union here in the Denver area advertising automobile uh, equity loans. Has he ever heard of such a thing? What do you mean by equity? Yeah, I mean... Automobile auto equity loans. Yeah, you know, like a home equity loan, you take some money out maybe to do some remodeling, but oh. just using equity out of what you have in your car maybe to pay bills seems like you'd lose your car pretty fast borrowing against the value of your car you're saying yeah uh, yeah that that's dicey because a car in general is a depreciating asset in general a home is an appreciating asset so I, i've not heard of that before actually because it sounds too risky what happens if you have a car accident or something like that so i would not borrow against the value of my car yeah well jordan it seems like the only way you could do that is if you have a collector's item well that's an asset that's not really a car that's really a collectible i know but a a regular car that you're driving every day is is not an asset that you can borrow i don't think you should borrow against it because it's depreciating craig where was this if i may ask um i can't tell you the name of the credit union off the top of my head but it was it was a local credit union, and I'm thinking, okay, they want to refinance your automobile, and you're, let's say you've got a lot of equity in your in your car, and but you know most cars on the road aren't worth a whole lot um, cash value, so you're going to re refinance it evidently, and and uh, just extend the length of your payments and take some of that equity out. Seems pretty risky like uh, jordan said well let me let me jump in here for a moment jordan okay i agree and i think craig agrees as well it's risky because those are of depreciating value in fact how you how could you even do it who would give you the loan but what are some things besides a home besides a home with which you could do this there's not a lot of it's really real estate that that is appreciating value you can't borrow against your boat or camper rv or something like that business now, I mean, you're not borrowing against the equity of the business. You might borrow against the cash flow of the business. Okay. But you're not getting a piece of the equity in the business, I don't think. So, no, I mean, the, the main asset that's used for equity loans is home equity loans. Okay. Craig, good answers. Thanks, guys. All right. You take care. Hey, Jordan, I want to talk some about the State of the Union, but can we yes. take a quick break, come back, sure. and just dive right into that? Because you've got a good... You got a good point to make about it, but I have one too. Sound good? Okay. All right. Uh, First up is going to be absolute electrical heating and air. You can't afford inefficient heating and air conditioning. Call absolute and they'll assess your needs for just $49. Then they get you on the right track. Call absolute at 720-526-0231 or you can find them at rushtoreason.com.
You just found out that you need to replace your furnace and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Veteran Windows and Doors, right now everyone's thinking about energy and new windows from Veterans will help you save money year-round. Call Veteran at 303-529-0720 or you can find them at RushToReason.com. You signed with another window company and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. Golden Eagle Financial, your job isn't confusing. You've done it for years, but planning for retirement? That's a whole new world. Get help with Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Or you can find Golden Eagle Financial at RushToReason.com. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you. By tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you, have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. 
This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We are talking to Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Jordan, how can people reach you? Uh, Jordan at MoneyAnswers.com is the easiest way to get me. Jordan at MoneyAnswers.com. Okay, now... You watched the State of the Union speech, and uh, Biden called for something involving stock buybacks. Could you let us know? So in the bill that was passed last year, the Inflation Reduction Act, they put for the first time a 1% tax on stock buybacks. So a company buys back its stock, they have to pay a 1% fee. Uh, Biden was proposing quadrupling that to a 4% tax. 1% is not going to affect behavior much. 4% might start affecting behavior. Basically what Biden was saying is they don't like stock buybacks. Why? They don't, like, they don't like dividends. They want companies to put the money back into the, the company and grow the company in various ways. Well, some companies can do that. If you're in a slow-growth business, there's not a lot of places to invest in your particular industry, then the best use of it may be to give it back to the shareholders and let them decide what to do with it in the form of a stock buyback or a dividend. <clears throat> He's trying to set policy for corporations uh, that I think is better set in the free market, not having Uncle Sam tell you how what you can do with your profits. Well, yeah. I mean, how can you go and tell all these companies basically how they're going to share their money with their investors? These so are it, their investors, for crying out loud. So, I mean, the, the, the most obvious example is the oil companies. So uh-huh. oil companies had over $200 billion in profits in 2022, their best year ever. Yeah, had a big year. Because oil prices went up. Now, when oil went way down in 2020, when the pandemic hit and nobody was driving, uh, nobody complained that you know the oil companies are losing money. We no. have to give them money back. But when their profits soar, now you hit a, want to hit them with a windfall profits tax and all this kind of thing. It's not a two-way street here. So they, they had a very strong year. Um, the discouragement to invest in oil and gas is really affecting the oil companies, environmental and various other reasons. So instead of drilling more, they're buying back stock and raising dividends. So Biden's saying you shouldn't do that. Well, so he's talking in both sides of his mouth. On one hand, he's saying, we don't want you to buy back stock. We want you to put it in, into resources. But on the other hand, he's saying, during the speech, he said oil and gas is going to be phased out after 10 years. Remember that? Yeah, that was going to be my point that I wanted to bring up. Uh, could you do me a favor really quick here and educate our, our, our commander in chief on what that actually means for oil companies? How long does it take to actually develop and produce from these properties? Five to ten years, depending yeah. on if it's o- offshore or it's a very, very deep, well, complicated, expensive, risky. These are long-term projects. And we have not been investing in no. oil and gas at all as much as we should be around the world. Uh, and on top of that, we've lost the Russian oil now, you know, which was like 10% of the market. So that's what's made the oil market so inst- unstable. But it's because of various disincentives to drill, it, all kinds of environmental rules, and, you know, here Biden's saying, we want to phase you out anyway in 10 years. So who's going to go make major investments in oil and gas drilling or refineries or storage tanks or tankers or any of the stuff, the infrastructure of this, if you think you're going to get phased out in 10 years? Right. And, Jordan, it's also, it's kind of two-headed here because it's not just heavy environmental rules, which I, by the way, think go way too far. I'm for environmental rules. They simply go way too far. Okay. Yeah. They're punitive. They're crazy. They... um we already have, by far and away, the cleanest drilling standards in the world here in America. Okay, we do. It's not close. And yep. 
they want to just pile it on, pile it on, pile it on because they're they're legislating by agenda, not by need, not by the need yep. of the market, and so, so forth. So the end result of all this, yeah, is in the long run, oil and gas prices going to be much higher, right? Because we're not replacing. It's not easy to find oil and gas. It's not easy to get it out of the ground. Okay, it's, we're, not everybody's like Saudi Arabia where it's like run into the sand. Right. If you have to go drilling miles. You don't have to frack. You don't have to frack Saudi Arabia. (laughs) So, but I'm just saying, we 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 use about a hundred million barrels of oil per day in the world. Right. We have to keep replacing that, okay? And we're not because investment in oil gas drilling is not. So, in the long run, we're going to run out of the stuff well before fusion or hydrogen or some other energy comes in, and oil prices could be higher. We saw. You know, not that long ago, oil got up to like $120 a barrel. Right. Oil was, uh, gasoline was over $5 a gallon. It really put a crimp on the economy. So you, you don't want to go there. And we're, the policy that we're implementing to discourage oil and gas drilling, both explicitly like environmental rules and implicitly like, you know, <laughs> oil company profits are bad, is going to mean higher oil and gas prices in the long run because we're not producing enough. Jordan, I'm actually much more concerned about gas prices now than I was when they were higher, when they were closing in on five. You want to know why? Because well, it's a disincentive, you know. Well, it's tremendous disincentive. But here, here's what I mean: it shouldn't be happening right now. First of all, we are a long ways from summer. This should be a down period for the yeah. price of oil and gas. Okay, gas should be cheap right now. All right. This is it's approaching. It's in the four dollar range. It should be cheap right now. It really should because it jumps every May. It, it does every single right. year. When the driving season, when there's more right. demand, it, it typically goes up. That's it, right. Exactly. And on top of that, we're not dealing with the same factors, economic factors, as we were during COVID. OK, right. it's, we're it's, out yeah. of that now. And yet we're still going through this. And we've got summer coming up where it's going to jack up even more. That scares me. I agree. And it takes a real economic toll when gas prices go up, uh, not only directly in what you pay for your fuel, but indirectly in the cost of getting goods to supermarkets, for example. It has to be passed on in all these things. So when gas got up to over $5 a gallon, that was one of the big causes of inflation because grocers had to pass that higher transportation cost in the form of vegetable prices or whatever. Right. right? Yeah. Um, So there's kind of a multiplier effect. But I'm just saying we're setting ourselves up now for much higher oil and gas prices because the investments we're not making that would pay off in five to ten years, we're not making right now. Right. And it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. And, you know, the thing that we uh, kind of forgot to mention is during the speech, he was trying to be comforting by saying that you can basically sell oil for another ten years. So go ahead and go through everything it takes to, to find it, drill it you know, take all the risks and so forth and develop it and develop these properties and frack and, then, and so and forth. And then we'll phase you out. <laughs> and then we're going to phase you out in 10 years? And he was actually tr- saying this like he, th- he thought he was giving them something. It was the biggest <laughs> laugh line of the entire... Well, Kevin, him. I thought him. Kevin McCarthy behind him, who, by the way, you know, like usually the, the person on the other side, except for Pelosi, who tears up papers. But that's the only time I've seen that happen from either side. Usually the opposition behind the president giving these speeches is very stony, you know, yeah. and very, you know, they, they don't want to be nasty. But McCarthy broke out laughing. And so did when, the when entire chamber. The, the 10 years. Right. right. Yes. Just so unrealistic. I mean, I think it, it may be in 50 years. 
we could have a lot. We could have solar cars and electric cars and uh, much more water. And maybe hydrogen's going to come on at that point. Maybe fusion. I mean, in the long run, yes, I think there are going to be technologies that we, we will be able to fa- phase out uh, fossil fuels, but not 10 years. Oh, gosh, no. And so, and by the way, for most of those, not hydrogen, but a lot of those, you're going to need rare earth minerals to hold the power that you generate. Right. And the batteries and so on, lithium and all that. That's yeah. And, and, you know, and by the way, Jordan, people forget it's not just getting the lithium or getting these rare earth minerals. You got to separate them. You got to process them. That takes a lot of energy, too. Oh, yeah. It takes a ton of energy. We're nowhere near there. Okay, tell you what. When we come back, I want to talk about the uh, upcoming interest rates. Sure. Okay. And maybe I'd like to talk about some of these layoffs. I'm worried about Bed Bath & Beyond, a place that, by the way, I happen to like. And if you don't mind, uh, also, if you could just throw in a couple minutes of some advice for people on what to do in 2023 when we come back. Sound good? Yep. Okay, here we go. Uh, up next is Michael Bailey Law. Folks, procrastination will cost you, but procrastinating with your will could cost those you love most. Don't wait. Call Michael Bailey at 720-730-7274, or you can find him at com. A grand gesture is a wonderful way to show someone special that you love them on Valentine's Day. But getting an estate plan now is a gesture that can say, I love you for the rest of your life and beyond. Michael Bailey helps you show your loved ones how much you love them by preparing for a situation they don't want to think about at the moment. Handling your estate plan now allows you to ensure there is no pressure on them to divvy up assets, possessions, and property in an already difficult situation. When you work with Michael Bailey to plan your estate, no one has to think about what might happen in the worst-case scenario because it's already taken care of. Create a plan for your loved ones now so they aren't forced to create one later when you are no longer able. Set up a free zero-risk consultation with mobile estate planner Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com estate. Or call Michael at 720-730-7274. That's 720-730-7274. American National Insurance, Paul Lewinberger would love to help you with all your insurance needs. And if John recommends him, you know he's the best. Call Paul at 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down, and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago, and in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. 
John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Andy Pate filling in for John Rush, who will be back. Is he back tomorrow, Charlie? Thursday. Who's going to be back Thursday? On the line right now, we have America's Money Answer Man, Jordan Goodman. Jordan, okay, let's talk about interest rates now. I had thought that there were only going to be a couple rate hikes this year. It looks like there will be three. I think there will be more than two. Yeah, they raised rates in January, another quarter point at the federal funds. Pretty minor, well, it, it, it's the eighth straight increase. We haven't had right. anything like this since 1994. Yeah. Uh, so we're up at 4.75%. Four, four, There's another meeting in March. It'll probably raise another quarter point, which would mean 5%. Another one in May, and then maybe another one in June. We'll have to see. I mean, inflation is coming down slightly, but not that much. This morning, we had the Consumer Price Index come out up 6.4%. So it's not 9% as it was in June, but it's still much more than the Fed's target of 2%. So I think we're going to keep seeing more rate increases, which is costing Americans money both in credit cards, student loans, auto loans, business loans. Everything that's tied to the prime rate keeps going up. Well, and Jordan, we're well over a year in on the inflation, and so now it's piling inflation on previous inflation. So when it says it's up 6.4%, that's over last year, which was ridiculously high. Right, year over year. Year but over I mean, year. It, it, the, the rate of increase is slowing, if that makes you feel any better. But Not it's still much. increasing. No, because actually, here's what shocks me, uh, Jordan, is that the rate of increase is slowing so slowly. And with this many rate increases, with home sales dropping 11, 12 months in a row, I can't believe that prices are still climbing this fast. Well, we, there's we, certain we, parts we, that are stickier. Some parts are dropping more, okay. but some parts are dropping slower. Rents, for example, you know, they're typically slow because they're renewed once a year. It's right. not as though you change the rent every month. And so there's renewals, and they're still putting through some pretty big increases on rents. Wages are still going up at about a 5% rate, so businesses have to pass those higher wages on in the form of higher prices. Those are two of the stickiest part. Other things we talked about, oil had been 120 now it's 75 or something like that. So that's come down to some extent. Other commodity prices have come down to some extent. But it's not being passed on to consumers. In many cases, manufacturers are having lower costs but keeping their prices the same, like cereal makers. Maybe their cost of corn has come down, but they're not lowering the price of cornflakes. That would just be an example. Yeah, but here's the thing. We're not lowering prices by create, by uh, generating higher supply of anything. All we're doing is crushing demand. Exactly. That's well, the way the Fed it does it. It's, it's not a supply side. In, in theory, the supply side is done by Congress. Uh, and, I mean, in theory, that's what the Inflation Reduction Act was about and making investments <laughs> it was the opposite. In, in, in infrastructure to increase the supply side. But that takes a long time. But you're exactly right. The Federal Reserve's view is the way to reduce inflation is to reduce demand by raising interest rates and making it more expensive, meaning people borrow less and do less economic activity, 
which means less uh, price increases. Yeah, I mean, people who look at this as some kind of a good thing that it's come down a little, number one, it hasn't come down nearly fast enough. And number two, they're forgetting the only way they're bringing it down is making it more awful for you to buy things. Exactly. And they want that more. And they want, I mean, we talked about layoffs. There's a lot of layoffs. Yeah, let's talk about layoffs. So Disney just laid off 7,000 people. Wow. Saving $5.5 billion. Um, just go through a series of them. Dell, uh, a lot of the tech companies, Google and Microsoft, Facebook, thousands and thousands of layoffs uh, happening out there. And then, as we talked about before, Bed Bath & Beyond is kind of on death's door. It hasn't expired yet. They got a billion-dollar bailout from a hedge fund last week. Uh, but that's right on the edge. And a lot of suppliers are very cautious about selling to Bed Bath & Beyond because they want to make sure they get paid. Uh, so these are major companies that are having major cutbacks here. Yeah, I wonder if Disney, I wonder if 7,000 is the exact number of people who helped make Strange World and Lightyear. That was the exact number. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, when you bomb like that on those things, and I know there are other, obviously, larger economic factors that don't involve Disney per se, but when you bomb on, on huge, expensive efforts like that, it's not going to help. Yeah, I mean, Disney's a, a blue-chip company, and right. uh, the streaming and the parks and the movies, I mean, it's a major, major company, and to lay off 7,000 people, I don't think they've ever done anything like that before. So that's kind of telling you they see less demand in the parks for movies, uh, for the TV shows, for all the stuff they produce. Uh, that's CEOs saying, we, we have to cut back here, including... Microsoft. I mean, Microsoft laid off 10,000 people, something like that as well. So these are the bluest of the blue chip companies that are cutting back right now. Okay, Jordan, tell me about wages, because wage growth has been killing small businesses everywhere. But as as these large corporations, obviously, I know the effect isn't instantaneous. But as these large corporations are laying off, laying off, laying off, and simply putting way more bodies out there in the market, could we see wage increases slow down? Somewhat. Uh, it's, there's still a big imbalance in the labor supply. There's about 11 million unfilled jobs. Last month, it went up from 10.5 to 11 million. And that's because baby boomers, who are now hitting their 60s and 70s, are retiring, something right. like 10,000 a day. So the labor participation rate is still relatively low at like 62.4 uh, because all these baby boomers are retiring. So the younger people either are not willing or not able, not skilled enough to take that those 11 million jobs. In many cases, I think it's they're not willing to do them, actually. Yeah, what are the main industries where you're seeing this? <laughs> Just everywhere. I mean, the, the hospitality industry, uh, if you go to a, a meatpacking plant in Iowa, you know, they're desperate for workers, uh, picking grapes, you know, the, the, there's just a lot of places. Um, that just not enough workers. And, and in skilled areas, they're tool and die makers and People in manufacturing, younger people are not learning and are probably not interested in learning how to become into manufacturing. So it, it, I'm, I'm saying it's not only the um, skills, the, the able, it's the willing. I think a lot of younger people are not willing to go and work in a, a factory or pick grapes or you know, cut up pork or, you know, work in a supermarket or things like that. Well, I know. And also we're seeing a surge actually in the sales for fast food versus places where you sit down and that you actually need someone to serve you. (laughs) That's right. Well, and this is why robots are going to keep coming. Yeah. And you're seeing this in restaurants. You're going to see more 
where there's no waitress. You, 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 you order off of an iPad, and a robot brings you your meal. <laughs> it's not quite the same experience as we've had, but it's because of the labor shortage. Okay, well, we got about two and a half minutes here, Jordan. Could you help people? How can they get some tools to get by in what they're about to face in 2023? Well, two areas I think they should look at are Bitcoin and gold. Really? Bitcoin's, Bitcoin again, coming back? Yeah, Bitcoin's had quite a return. It, back in December, it got down to about 16000 Now it's about twenty-two, twenty-three thousand. 23000 I think it's coming back, and I think you should have some Bitcoin in your portfolio of some kind. Just one of the... Coinbase or you know, one of those kind of places, I think you can, can get that. Uh, and gold has come back. Gold's up to 1900 1950 an ounce. I think that's going to go higher. One of the things that's driving Bitcoin and gold is the concern about potentially defaulting in the national debt. It's kind of hanging out there, but it has not been resolved. Uh, the right. Republicans want to have something attached to the debt ceiling raise bill, like some kind of spending cut thing, and the Democrats don't want that at all. Somebody's going to give there, and... I mean, we already ran up against the national debt ceiling in January. Now we're kind of playing games. But by May and April, May, June, something like that, the game is over. <laughs> They've got to raise the debt ceiling or we has a worldwide financial catastrophe. So I think that's one of the reasons people are buying Bitcoin and gold. It's just like a hedge against this potential disaster that's coming. Okay, well, so let's say that both sides give some. You get some cuts. You don't get the, as many as you want, but you find a way in the middle. And let's say that doesn't happen. Okay, what happens to Bitcoin and gold in the aftermath? They would. So, you mean if we default to the national debt? No, no. If it? we don't, oh, where people well, are think, worried about it, but then okay, we come right up. Well, and you know as well as I do, we're going to come right up to midnight. They, That's the way they, it goes. they might come off a little bit, but I, I think people want to hedge in this kind of environment. Okay, they don't even want to think about these things. So I think what about silver? Move up. Silver hasn't moved that much. Silver is like twenty dollars an ounce, something like that. It's, it hasn't moved. The, the difference between gold and silver has been widening. Gold's had a big move here, and silver really has not. Silver is more of an industrial metal. Right. And so uh, it, it moves. If the, if the Fed's trying to slow the economy, uh, that's not good for silver. Okay. I had no idea. Okay, Jordan, one last time. Let people know how they can reach you, contact you, they and learn more. can always email me. Jordan at moneyanswers.com is the way to go. And when they go there, they can get the tools too, right? Yep. All kinds of different things. You bet. Fantastic. That's Jordan Goodman, America's Money Answer Man. Jordan, we'll see you next month. Very good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Andy. Yeah, you take care. Folks, that is it for hour number one. In hour number two, I'm joined by KLZ writer, producer Tanner Coleman. He's looking at me through the window right now. And we're going to be talking about the Super Bowl, the Black National Anthem, and the Broncos turning it around in 2023. But first, we're going to hear from John Bolin. He's the creator of The Thorn, which is about the passion, and it's coming to theaters next month. So I'm getting pretty excited about that. I hope you are, too. Until then... Keep it right here on Rush to Reason, KLZ 560.